This is your FBI. This is your FBI, the official broadcast from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The subject of our FBI file, Crime Syndicate. Its title, The Unwelcome Fugitive. Since 1938, the last year of peace in the world, the number of major crimes in this country has increased almost 25%. Much of that rise is due to the fact that crime today in many parts of the nation is organized and operated on an assembly line basis. The profits to the well-run criminal machine can never accurately be figured. But from evidence your FBI has found in the past, it is certain that those profits in every large city run high into the millions. Where that kind of money is at stake, men will risk prison, death, or any other consequence because those men have found that once entrenched in a community, they can count on public apathy to keep them in power. For too many people have come to accept hoodlumism as a necessary part of our way of life. Your FBI is not a part of that group. And whenever it has proper jurisdiction, the Federal Bureau of Investigation will fight to prove that crime is not inevitable, but can be controlled if we attack it as we would any threat that faced us all. Tonight's FBI file opens at an airport in Europe. A group of passengers approaches a huge plane bound for South America. One of the first to climb the metal stairway and enter the plane is a stocky, conservatively dressed man carrying a briefcase. He takes a forward seat and taps his pocket to be sure he still has his passport. That passport contains his name, Albert Miller, his occupation, businessman. In a few minutes, the large door at the rear of the plane is closed and it takes off into the night. But even as the wheels are leaving the ground, a message is traveling with the speed of sound on the transatlantic cable. A message to FBI headquarters in Washington, D.C., a message about the stocky, conservatively dressed man with the briefcase. Bob, the SAC just put us on an alert. What's up, Jim? Washington called with the word that John Calusa's left Europe. John Calusa? Yeah, he was a bootlegger around here during Prohibition. And he went on to hijacking, protection, slot machines, the regular assortment. Uh-huh. One of his men was arrested and talked. He involved his boss in a murder, and Calusa pulled every string he knew, but he was convicted. He was sent to state penitentiary for 20 years. How'd he get out? Well, when the war ended, he was deported as an undesirable alien. He's still under federal indictment for kidnapping, however, and if he does get back here, we want him. How'd he get permission to return? He didn't, Bob. His passport's in the name of Albert Miller, and it has no United States visa. Oh, uh-huh. 
We've been alerted because Kalusa told friends in Europe he was coming back here. Where's he headed for? South America. His plane was due to land at Natal, Rio, and Buenos Aires. Washington notified the police down there? Yeah, but of course it was only a request who will let us know when he leaves each place. I have to be in court today, Jim. Oh, that's all right, Bob. I won't need any help in notifying the police. While we're waiting for word from South America, I'll check up on Kalusa's friends around here. Talk to the waiter. All he understands is another daiquiri. Then have one. Eddie, how long do we have to sit around this joint? Till I hear from Calusa. They don't make that many daiquiris. Another one, senorita? No. Come with me to Havana, Doris, baby. We'll really live it up. Dancing, nightclubs. Oh, I didn't know the guy would take this long to show. Well, can't you leave word for him? Tell him where you'll be. You don't do that with Calusa. Uh, pardon, please. I already told you, no more daiquiri. No. Is the senor's name Eddie Boone? Yeah. I have a note here for you. It just arrived. Well, let's have it. What's it say? Well, let me read it, will you? Oh. It's from Calusa. What's it say? He wants us to meet him tonight. Where? Here. Waiter. A double daiquiri. <laughs> Jim, I'm available. Oh, fine, Bob. I can use the help. Anything new? Yeah, we got another teletype this morning from Washington. Uh -huh. Yeah? The police in South America reported Kalusa got off the plane down there. Well, at least we know where he is. No, we don't. When he found out there was a surveillance on him, he slipped down to the airport and chartered a private plane. Well, for where? They have no idea, but he could be headed for Havana. Why do you think that? Well, all of Kalusa's friends are accounted for except one Eddie Boone. Well, who's he? He used to be Kalusa's lieutenant. I learned that he left for Havana two days ago. Alone? No, with a girl. Maybe he took Calusa a fresh bankroll. Yeah. Well, let's notify the Havana police and ask them to put Boone under surveillance. You know, Eddie, I really ought to apologize to you. For what? Well, there I was beefing this afternoon about you not taking me anyplace, and look what you've done. You've taken me from the outside of this joint to the inside. That's living. Oh, now, don't be sarcastic. I'm sarcastic. I'm just appreciating it. And you know something? I don't care now whether Mr. Caruso Galuso ever shows up. Waiter! Quiet. I want another daiquiri. You had enough. But this afternoon you told me to order more of them. Eddie, why don't you huh? buy the girl a drink? John! Hi, kid. John, hey, let me look at you. Oh, I swear to you, pal, I changed a bit. You look okay yourself. Yeah, well, well, sit down, pal. Sit down. Okay. In case you didn't hear the introduction, my name's Doris. Okay, Doris. Go over to the bar and get a drink. Huh? 
We've got business to talk. You heard him, honey. Get going. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I'll see if I can find a waiter who also dances. John, it sure is good to see you. When did you get here? Tonight. You bring that package? Uh, not as much as you wanted. How much? I dug 2,200, and I had to put the bite on four guys to get that much. How come? Oh, things have changed, John. <laughs> Every touch you had is gone. Rocky took over the slot machines, Artie's got the numbers, and Smitty's handling the protection. You let them move in? I was outnumbered. Well, I'll straighten them out. How? I'm going back. To the States? Yeah. <laughs> you never make it. Yes, I will. Go to this address. Find a guy named Pedro Alamosa. Who is he? We ran rum together in Prohibition. Now you want me to tell him Just about... Just bring him back here. Bob, we got news in Calusa. Well, where is he? In Havana. The SAC just got a call from there. We better notify the Immigration and Naturalization Service. Oh, the SAC's handled that himself. Where is Calusa coming in, Jim? We don't know that yet. Any information on how he'll be traveling? Oh, no word on how or when. But we're supposed to get another phone call in just a little while. Uh, well, we got quick action from the Havana police. Oh, that call wasn't from them. It was an anonymous informant. Huh? The SAC had the call traced. And from the description developed, it seems our anonymous informant is Mr. Eddie Boone. Uh, hi, John. I'm sorry it took so long. Did you find the guy? Yeah. Well, where is he? I told you to bring him here. Well, that turned out to be quite a project. This character must be running for mayor. It took me an hour to steer him two blocks. Where is he now? He's in the lobby. Stop to talk to... Olé, Johnny, olé, compañero. Hello, Pedro. Yeah, Johnny, it's good to see you. Same here. <laughs> How long has it been? 20 years? Just about. Well, we've got to catch up on a lot of things. First of all, the drinks. Misero! Hey, where's Doris? Still at the bar. Si, senor. What is your pleasure, amigos? Straight right. I got one here. Bring him another one. And for me, a tall glass, two jiggers rum, two jiggers brandy, one jigger perno. Aye. If there is room. Si, senor. Mesero. Si. Make that a double. Sit <laughs> down, sit down, Pedro. Gracias, compañero mío. Ah. What, what happened to the leg? This leg? <laughs> it is wood like my head. <laughs> what happened? One day I am swimming. A shark is swimming too. We meet. Ah. I have one leg, shark has one. <laughs> That's a tough break. Don't worry. I get even. Since then, I kill 20, 40 sharks. Maybe even the one that bit me. Uh, John, uh, I know you guys want to talk. I'll go find Doris. Okay, kid. Where'll you be? I'll be at the bar. I'll see you later, amigo. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. He's a nice little fellow. Pedro, I asked you to come here because I'm... Well, I'm looking for a favor. Oh, if it is one I can do for you, tell it to me. Well, I want to get back to the States. Well, that is not difficult. It is when they barred you. Oh? Pedro, you got a boat? Have I got a boat? Fast <laughs> this one in Cuba. Forty feet long, two big engines. I could use it. You have got it, compañero, and with me a skip. Hey, we could have a fine time, Johnny. I get some whiskey, some senoritas. Pedro, just you and me would be better. 
When can you have the boat ready? Tonight! There's a boat down by the end of the dock. Well, that must be it. It ain't very big. You got the details straight, Eddie? Yeah, he's going to drop you at Ocean City. That's right. You're going to hole up someplace as soon as you land. Uh-huh. When are you getting back home? Tomorrow morning. You'll hear from me. How come you picked Ocean City? Oh, him and Pedro ran booze in there during Prohibition. Are you, John? Yeah, Pedro. Everything is ready. Good. Well, I see you changed your mind. About what? Senoritas. She ain't coming. Oh, that's too bad. Go in and change him, querida. I have fine food, fine drink. And I have fine plane that's taking me back. Thank you. Oh, who can make love in the plane, eh? <laughs> All right, hop aboard, John. Hey, give me your hand. All right. <sighs> See you in the States, John. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Pedro. Adios, amigo. Adios, senorita. Yeah, so on. Going. Find a phone. Not more business. I'm going to call the FBI. In the States? Mm hmm. For what? I'm going to tell them about the boat and where John will be landing. Well, that's a pretty whistle. And look, if John got back, he'd find his friends running the town again. What's that got to do with turning them in? Well, they'd tell him about the new head man being me. Back to the FBI file, The Unwelcome Fugitive. A fundamental question raised by tonight's case is, how does a man, any man, whether his name be John Calusa, Eddie Boone, or anything else, get to control the illegal activities in an American city? A majority of times it comes about through the same channel you heard mentioned by both Agent Taylor and Eddie Boone. The channel of political protection which ties the hands of the police. Those political machines are put in power by the apathy of the voters and kept in power the same way. That is why your FBI firmly believes that organized crime can be eliminated in this country only if the problem is attacked on a local level by aroused and determined citizens. If there is a corrupt partnership in your community between crime and politics, do something about it. There are good government groups to guide your efforts. They need your help, and you need theirs. Tonight's file continues a few hours later at the FBI field office. Jim, that Havana call came in. Oh, when? Just now. The SAC is having a switch to you. Oh, good. Maybe now we'll be able to... Oh, this must be it. Agent Taylor. Hello? I'm the guy who called from Havana yesterday. About John Calusa? Yeah. He left here three hours ago. Why didn't you call us then? I've been trying, but the cable was busy. I see. How's Calusa traveling? By boat. Can you give us any description? Yeah, it's 
called the Amigo. It's 40 feet long and supposed to be real fast. Uh -huh. A guy named Pedro Alamosa is with him. Alamosa. Is it his boat? Yeah. Anybody else aboard? No. Where were they heading? Ocean City. Anything else you want to tell us? Ain't this enough? Well, we'll know in a little while. Okay. Goodbye. What's the word? Calusa and a friend are en route to Ocean City. I'll notify the Immigration Service. Okay. I'll alert the Ocean City police and we'll head down there ourselves. Uh, 
As the small speedboat churned through the coastal waters, the fog began to lift. There was not enough ceiling yet for Coast Guard planes to join the search. But from a pier jutting out into the water, the running lights of ships became visible. On the pier at Ocean City, FBI Special Agents Taylor and Lake sat in a police car and waited. It's 10 after 4. Mm-hmm. That light. Maybe the fog slowed him up. You notify the county sheriff, Jim? Yeah. Are those friends of Calusa's you checked on? Yeah. Any of them got a boat? No, Bob, not that we know of. I was wondering if he'd switch boats a few miles out. Oh, I doubt it, Bob. After all, he doesn't know we're looking for it. I think we've taken just about every precaution. Car three. Calling car three. Oh, that's us. Car three calling in. Go ahead. Radio report just received from the police at Auburn. They've spotted a boat that might be the Amigo. How far is Auburn? Ten miles north. I'm heading for there now. We'll meet you at the waterfront. And that is the doctor. I will drift up. You can jump up. Pedro, I want you to know you've done a big one for me. I won't forget it. All I wish is you would forget it and come back with me to Cuba. Sometime later, maybe. I consider that a promise. And if you need me for anything, you call me, eh? Thanks. I'll get your rope. Okay. Throw it on the hook. Well, compañero, goodbye again. Vaya con buena suerte. Thanks for everything. I'll be in touch with you. That way, Uncle! Huh? Join the cops. C can you start? No. Get away. Under me. You want me? Come in after me! Alamosa, we're special agents of the FBI. Oh, well, greetings, amigos. Where's Calusa? Who? John Calusa. I'll get it, Bob. Okay. Are you trying to say you don't know John Calusa? <laughs> Maybe he was the shark who bit off my Hello. leg. Hello. <laughs> Taylor speaking. Wood. Like my Yo. head. <laughs> Alamosa, your record shows you were in 1929 with John Calusa. Oh, that is a long time ago. What time does it get I in? I try to remember everybody I was arrested with. I okay, thanks very much. Bye. You know you've committed a crime, don't you? What? Bob, that was our call from the Caribbean Airlines. Maybe we can catch up to Calusa on our own. Hit the kitchen. Get some coffee. Uh, huh? How about a drink? First coffee. Okay. Welcome. Huh? You look kind of surprised. Well, I... I thought that you'd be picked up when I landed. No, no. But it's daytime. I figured you'd stay under while it was light. Somebody tipped the cops. About what? Me coming back. They were waiting for us. Mm. That's a pretty dirty pool. Yeah. Somebody must have spotted you in Havana. 
Uh-huh. But who'd have an angle? I've got an idea. Anybody mind if I leave? Stay where you are. Hey, look, John. <laughs> you don't think it was me? I know it was you. I'm going to let you keep on being the front. Huh? The people at City Hall who count will know I'm back. The rest can go on thinking you're the boss. That won't work. Yes, it will. Your dame can go to your office and bring me all the cash that's around. I can just see him handing it to me. Eddie will call and give him the okay. Get going. I'll tell you what else I want when you get back. Just a minute. Huh? Step back inside, please. Hold it, Colusa. Who are you? We're special agents of the FBI. We've got warrants for all three of you. John Calusa was tried in federal court on the kidnapping indictment and sentenced to a federal prison. The phone call Agent Taylor received while he and Agent Lake were interviewing Pedro Alamosa was a report from the airline that Eddie Boone and Doris Fulton were using the return halves of their tickets. Setting up a surveillance at Boone's apartment house, they saw him arrive with his girl and waited long enough to give them time to reach Boone's apartment. The arrest of John Calusa was an important result of this investigation, but even more important to the citizens of the city to which he tried to return was the fact that the link between Eddie Boone and the political machine was exposed so that the people could do something about it. They did. They cleaned house. Possibly this time they won't again grow complacent and allow the corrupt element to return to power. For the decision is in their hands. Just as the decision about your own community is in the hands of your fellow citizens and yours. The incidents used in tonight's broadcast are adapted from the files of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. However, all names used are fictitious. And any similarity thereof to the names of places or persons, living or dead, is accidental. This is your FBI is a Jerry Devine production.